If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more streaming platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm. Hello and welcome to Off the Crossbar podcast with myself, Regan Walsh, and my co-presenter, Brad, as always. How are you on this absolute crazy pandemonium uh, Monday morning? How am I doing? Yes. <laughs> One normal fucking day, that's all I asked for. <laughs> uh, it's just not going to happen. We, said so, this, we didn't intend to do any podcast this week. We decided to take a break. We've, we've yeah. earned it. But No. <laughs> 12 Paul fucking bastards have decided. Paul doesn't sleep for no one, Brad. That is the rule. So, um, we'll get into the big, big talking point of the European Super League in a few uh, moments' time, but there's been some breaking news in the last 20 minutes or so, and that is that Tottenham Hotspur have sacked manager Jose Mourinho after 17 months in charge at uh, the North London side. Apparently, it is due to the Mourinho being opposed to Tottenham joining the European Super League and he reportedly refused to take the players onto the training pitch today. I mean, that is absolutely crazy. Well, if that's true, then he earns even more of my respect than he already had. I didn't know he had any of your respect in the first place. I did. I respect the man as a manager, but yeah, his methods, I guess, aren't that of the modern day, which is why he doesn't achieve the same level. But yeah, this is him standing up for himself and saying that well I don't want to be a part of this because it's clearly a terrible idea yeah and it is potentially going to ruin football for many many more years to come so um obviously Spurs played on Friday night in a 2-2 draw against Everton they sit in seventh place at the minute in the Premier League and are looking like they will miss out on European football for next season they also got obviously got knocked out of the Europa League early on in the round of 16 to Dynamo Zagreb. So it's not been a good season for Jose at Tottenham, despite how uh, influential Harry Kane has been to them this season, uh, where he's scored, I think, uh, like 20 goals and some 15 assists, I think, this season. So Either way we can say, we say without his goals, without... Son's performance as well, adding a goal and assist, they're in the bottom half. 100%. They'd be roughly where Wolves are at the minute, like 12th to 15th, because them two have just been absolutely crucial to helping uh, Spurs stay in the top eight and within a potential fight for uh, that last European spot, whether it's Europa League or Champions League. Yeah, again, it's just laughable. Yeah, it, we all saw this second coming. Yeah, I mean, we've been time it, they've done it. Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about it for the last two, three weeks now, haven't we? Saying if they were going to sack him, it'd be at the end of the season. But I, just, I don't think anyone was expecting it to be today, prior to the news last night. 
Yeah. It's almost a perfect deflection if they yeah, sacked him. Which yeah. I don't believe is what's happened. No. But it's just so hard to... God, just struggling to comprehend it. I think it's on the whole thing. It's because it's all happened so quick. Yeah. According to John Percy in the Telegraph, uh, Chris Powell and Ryan Mason will lead the squad uh, until the end of the season now, and uh, they will obviously have uh, the Carabao Cup final this Sunday to look forward to. Exactly. Uh, They're and... not going to sack him before that that big game for. Yeah. He's he's walked. Yeah. Um so obviously if Spurs do win that then they will go into the Europa Conference League for next season. Um but despite, they won't. depending on <laughs> they depending won't. on obviously when everything happens with this uh, European Super League. But yeah, I don't think well like you say, I do think it isn't more that he's walked from uh the job rather than uh, what you call it him actually being sacked because I think he is one of those that would like this isn't what I signed up for I'm a tradition I'm a traditionalist when it comes to football and uh, as you can see in his management styles that's why he hasn't worked well that in the last few years compared to his early management days and I think he would rather be managing at a club that is sticking to the each route of the traditional Champions League Europa League format then be at a club in this so-called uh, Europa Super League or European Super League, whatever the fuck they're calling it. I don't give two shits at this minute. But yeah, it is it's absolutely... It's a maddest advert on Sky. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to describe it. I don't want to describe it. It was disturbing. <laughs> I'm just seeing something here. In his time as a manager in seconds, he's nearly gained a hundred million. So... I'm taking this all with a pinch of salt here. At Chelsea's first time sacking, he got 18 million. 17 million from Real Madrid. Second time at Chelsea, 12.5 million. Man United paid him 15 million, and Spurs have paid him 30 million. I can't say he hasn't secured the bag in his career. Absolutely ridiculous amounts, if that is. Well, it was. I'm not surprised that this is 30 million because there was uh, reports back in I think February that if they were to sack him then it would be roughly about 40 million uh, due to what it was in his contract so it's strange that uh, like 10 million has jumped off that much in two months but uh, it's still an astronomical feat that he's going to be paid either way from his uh, short tenure of the North London club so with the so-called Big 12 now going into the Super League where does that now leave Mourinho next? God knows. But genuinely, I always, when this doesn't work out, it's starting to feel like his next area just has to be international football. Yeah. But then it, that's now thrown into just disarray, potentially. You know. well, yeah, because well, who, I mean, because obviously the Germany job is currently open. There's obviously no confirmed... I swear he's, that always made it, he's always made it clear that he would like to manage Portugal at some point. Yeah. But is that uh, waiting for when Fernando Santos decides to leave? Which for, well, could be the Euros, but... You know. Yeah. And the thing with this as well is, like, if, he, if he's walked, 
Is he going to be the only one that walks? Well, that's the thing, because there was the reports back in 2015 um, that uh, Jurgen Klopp said if anything like this would happen, he would walk away from Liverpool, and obviously it has been confirmed, and Liverpool are playing later on tonight for us uh, against Leeds United, so could there potentially be news in the next few days or so that he could potentially leave the club if this is fully confirmed that the plans for it go ahead? They've been saying it for years and we all laughed at them, but we really are all leads, aren't we? Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. God damn, is this what football's becoming? <laughs> well, yeah. It does seem to be the way. Um, right, on to the other big news of the day. How do we start on this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. So... The plans for the European Super League have been announced. Um, at this minute, it's just 12 teams that have been confirmed that they will partake in it should it 100% go ahead. And the 12 teams are Manchester United, Liverpool, Manchester City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Tottenham Hotspurs, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, Inter Milan, AC Milan and Juventus. So they're the 12 teams that are going to be in it. Uh, just for accepting it, apparently, according to reports, teams will get $425 million just for saying that they're going to be a part of it. They apparently want to get more teams in it. There's been three rumoured teams um, to get it to 15, and they have been Bayern Munich, RB Leipzig and FC Porto. However, uh, Bayern and Leipzig at this minute in time as a recording are in the not joining bit because they were happy with the reforms that the Champions League want to do, which are set to come. The reforms of that is set to come out later on today uh, for the 2024 season going forward. There's been no French teams invited as of yet and obviously no German teams uh, in this whole competition as it stands. So I'll leave you at that for a minute. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this whole situation? Well, before we start, it's only apt that we do a moment of silence for what we formerly once knew as football. What the fuck were they thinking? They weren't. Oh, Jesus. I... As the song goes, money talks. Yeah. Money it's talks. Dirty like, cash, I want you. You listen to that clip of the Irish guy. I mean... That was a lot of Irish people. Greed, greed, and more fucking greed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, that yeah, is just the intro. That's the intro of this whole podcast. <laughs> oh, God. I, it's hard for me to come with this. I'm not a fan of one of these clubs. Mm. Like you're in the perfect situation with this. And I know you don't fully support Man United as much now. And, well, if anything, this has just confirmed you'll never support them again. <laughs> Yeah, so what I'm saying, and I'm going to come from both angles, is it provides us with better games because if we have the, you're playing these two teams twice, uh, each team twice, that's going to provide great viewing. However, yeah, it will get boring after a while. But is that more entertaining than watching Sheffield United Burnley? Of course it is. But like you said, then the top four, right? <laughs> I mean, Sheffield United have to be in the Premier League first. <laughs> yeah um so there's the interest there's that interest wise however like you said it ruins football because they're then 
they're going off into this crazy league. All the star players are going to go there because the financial powers are in these 12 clubs' favour. So what enjoyment does it bring to fans in Premier League clubs uh, that aren't a part of the top six that are in the championship and below? It's like the money for them is just going to dry up because TV rights are just going to write, if we can watch these 12 clubs every week, we're 100% going to sign up for it. Uh, there's been talks, obviously, that they will stay in their respective leagues, but I don't see that happening. Um, for me, I think it, it just shows the greed of the owners. Oh, and, yeah. and and this has been coming for years. Yeah. We've all this, been seeing the clear path to Americanisation of European football. Yeah. And it doesn't help the fact that if you look at three of the English clubs, Man United, Liverpool and Arsenal, who are they owned by? Americans. So it doesn't surprise me that this comes about. Neither does it surprise me that... Uh, if it just, just to add in there, that Tottenham have now confirmed Jose's sacking as well. Yeah, I have just seen it. Um, yeah. So it doesn't surprise me that they want to go down this American route of making it like one league of all the best teams and all the best players are a part of it. Um, but it's, it's the difference with that. They're trying to be the NFL and the NBA, but it's not going to be like that, is it? No. Because the, the joy the NFL and the NBA at least has is that it's not the same teams every year. They have yeah. the draft that helps the lower teams that have done crap. Get better because yeah. they're getting the best like, future prospect. Hence, look at the New York Knicks. This ain't going to happen with the Super League. Oh, no, it won't. Because there's already, like, there is already, I know there isn't much, but there is a bit of financial disparity because Man United, Man City, Chelsea, Barcelona, Real Madrid, and Juventus can spend more than the other clubs. It's, it's, this, it's a well known fact that they have more already money. has its own big four. Yeah. Which is crazy to think that you want to create a league where it's just four to five teams out of the 12 are spending more than everyone else. And you're like, uh, it's just crazy. Like, I, I, I'm also it, at a lot of it, If people are doing like massive expert analysis, we're not. That. Yeah. We're just Would two you... football fans that are reacting to the mm. mess that this is now going to create. Oh, yeah. Because if it does go ahead, what happened and the Premier League what and the leagues that these teams represent won't allow them to be in the league they'll be kicked out of it yeah, sack them off if because if it's talks that they won't be able to represent their country uh at any level now for international the leagues will just join the same way and kick them out and then you'll be like right that means the whole English tier structure oh you're not going to have the Premier League it's just 14 teams that means the whole leagues all below are going to have to be restructured yeah, I don't know how they did it. Whether they, for me, what I because I was unfair speaking, to keep the relegated, like the three relegated clubs this season. I think whether you keep them or not, or you keep them down, you just promote six championship teams. Mm. I don't know how it would work. I don't. Well, from what I was discussing last night was, um, I was saying you just make the Premier League twenty teams, twenty four teams for the championship, and then make over League One or two like twenty two teams. So you just make it smaller. And it would be like uh, the National League North and South, how like one from each go up. So one from each the championship and the league one go up to, I don't know, the championship. But yeah, it's 
it is on course to ruin football as we know it. Yeah. And that's is not potentially want to be here. Right? We have potentially, but in the short run, it creates more opportunities, I guess, for the likes of Leicester, West Ham, Villa. Yeah, but that's the small. Yeah, it's, small. it's obviously the worry is the financial incentive isn't potentially going to be as big. Oh, if it's going to be uh, is, uh, an astronomical, it's going to be an astronomical difference because. Um, if the winner of the Super League is true, they apparently get uh, 500 million for winning this whole Super League. That takes about four to five years to do that in the Premier League. So it's just crazy how uh, big the difference is going to be. And the financing behind this Super League is done by JP Morgan, who are the biggest banks. If the Super League ends up being its own thing anyway, which, you know, it's believed that's probably where it will end up going, even if that's not the plan mm. of it. But that's where it will go, because the leagues don't want it. Oh, 100%. So, finance, surely, you'd hope there's sense, and that they don't cut like, the revenue. Like, yeah, but what's the, what's, revenue comes the, what's the unique not, selling point? That's the thing. What's the, what is now the new selling point to the Premier League? Should be actually competitive. Oh yeah, actually competitive. Has to be the main incentive. And actual fans and players want to be in it rather than just there for the money and the best team always wins it. So that could make it more interesting. The big thing will be here with UEFA and FIFA. If they don't ban players who take part in this Super League from like international football, there's nothing to stop a player keep playing in this Super League. Well, yeah. It's just we'll, we'll find out who really values just earning the paycheck. Yeah. It's just crazy. Right. Can you, can you see like a massive exodus of players from clubs? I think so. I think the likes of Harlem... It's easy to say, but are those clubs actually going to allow it? You can't stop a player, though. You're telling me Harry Kane comes out and says, no, sorry, I don't want to... I know I don't want to be here, but I don't want to be a part of this Super League. Wow. Like, you think Everton are going to be able to afford 100 million plus Harry Kane? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the whole idea of these 12 clubs. It makes it easy for them to do transfers within each other and harder for everyone else to buy players off them. So the main incentive of the European Super League is one season you'll see, I don't know, maybe most Salah plays for Liverpool for two seasons, then he goes and plays for Real Madrid for two seasons. <laughs> Pretty much, I think that's. And then he goes and plays for. Then he goes back to Chelsea for another yeah. season. <laughs> God. Oh, gosh. it is ridiculous. Make it like the make it like the you know the Indian Premier League. Yeah. The cricket bidding war for players. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely stir up some interest. Then you have to have all the twelve have a bidding war for players. Certain players have to commit to this to this Super League, and then it's just a bidding war for who wants them the most. Mm. Um, just we'll on benefits, what we're we doing? <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't. Really. Uh, just early news on this, like how well it's been taken in terms of like shareholders. Juventus, uh, since the announcement this, and the st- uh, stock market's opened up in Italy, they're up over ten percent. Yeah, 
today, which is a massive climb for them. And there's called, uh, some reports that saying Manchester United could also be up as much as 5% as soon as the stock, uh, the New York Stock Exchange opens this morning. So, which was always my thing of this is why they're going to do it because the shares in the club that are on certain stock exchanges, mainly, I think of Man United because obviously I support United, uh, they're going to be up immediately and big because of the announcement and that's why it's being done now. Uh, but yeah, it's... I, it's so frustrating because I can't even get out how annoyed I am at the whole situation. It's it's ridiculous. Like, yeah, it gives fans more sport to watch and football, but uh, just, which, why? There's no need for it, though, is there? If, if they, those 12... They just got scared of little Aston Villa, like, calling for their <laughs> Premier League title. <laughs> yeah. If those 12 teams were against the new... 34 or 36 or however many it was meant to be in this new Champions League surely they could have just said right we'll set up an allegiance with one of two of these other smaller clubs and say actually we don't want this to happen and they then would have got enough votes to start this planned uh, that's what this is it's the biggest middle finger to every other small club that has any ambition of being where they are yeah it's ridiculous and if there are reports that they say they do want to uh, keep them in their traditional leagues. Man United and oh, the this the six in the English leagues. I'm going to care where they finish at all in the Premier League. Then are they? Because mm. this whole this whole point we haven't even gone in the fact that who the fuck decided to invite Arsenal and Tottenham. <laughs> oh yeah, considering I think three four, isn't it four out of the six English teams aren't currently in the top four. Four yeah four of the. Yeah, it's a lot of use for Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Spurs aren't in the top four. Jeez. And they're considered top clubs. I mean, Atletico, Barca, and Real are top three in Spain at the minute. Inter, AC, and Juve are amongst the top four or five in Italy. But it does seem that, uh, according to reports last night, that uh, Florentina Perez and Ed Woodward of Manchester United were the main. Uh, pursuers behind this in getting this as to, much to the forefront and kicking it <laughs> off as soon as possible. Do, do you know what's funny about it? The whole thing, it's already before this even thing has become a reality. We look at those guys and think, you know, I really wouldn't want, want my club to be run by someone like Ed Woodward, Joel Glazer, or Perez. Yeah. So who the hell would want a league run by? Exactly, it's crazy. Uh, so according to New York Times as well, uh, Super League clubs believe it is illegal for FIFA to ban their players from playing in international tournaments. They are already f- file uh, petitions in several courts to prove it. So that seems to be saying they think there is a clause in contract saying you can't, even if we do create our own league, you can't ban us uh, from playing internationally, which is just crazy because why they don't they don't deserve to have the right to play international football if you're going away to create your own league well no but, uh, just, just I, I know you were talking about international football there but i've seen the figures about english football mm. the current big big six inverted commas if they want to call themselves that yeah but uh, not what a single one of them are responsible for being the founder of english football itself Oh no, that's your likes of West Brom, Wolves, 
Aston Villa, Preston North End. This is that. This is So Villa obviously have the statue of William McGregor, the guy yeah. who is responsible, mm-hmm. not the main founder of it. Statue outside the ground for him. Do you think Arsenal are going to give Stan Kroenke a statue for being the founder of the European Super League? Don't be fucking silly. Like, <laughs> they hate him as much already as it is. And they're just going to hate him even more. The whole thing just stinks. And that's obviously no surprise to anyone. Yeah, it's just corporate American greed. It's the best way to sell it is corporate greed. And that they just don't care about anything other than themselves. I mean, I did see one where it said, like, um, they're classing fans, like nowadays fans, as legacy fans, and they're planning on doing it for fans of the future. It's like, what the fuck do you mean by that? Surely you care about the here and now lot of fans because they're the ones that give you the fucking money. They say fans of the future. That roughly translates to those who are watching from America, Asia, you know. Those yeah. who don't have the proper feeling, like me and you, yeah. in terms of our teams. Oh, of course not. I mean, like, there's the whole. Where's where the fuck's the tournament going to be played? Because they're not going to want to be. Just, just prepare yourself for Chelsea versus AC Milan from Dubai. Yep. Or that's somewhere, in, somewhere in America. Like I guarantee that now, because if you remember a few years back, there was talk about uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid playing one of their Real Clasicos in Miami. Yeah, I think we've it was. We've seen all the talk about the Fortnite game in Miami. Yeah. Piss off. Exactly. That's what pre-seasons for. Yeah, but now it seems like this is one of them things where that league could take place over there mm. for like a few handful of games yeah. and other I'm games elsewhere. I've got Scar on his music, Graham Souness is that good one, and I'm sure he's blaming Paul Pogba for this. Of course he is. That's what he is. <laughs> the only person he does blame for anything. Um, I'm, I'm genuinely just at a loss of words for this. Yeah. Oh, he really does feel like we've said barely nothing. <laughs> we've said a lot, but still saying like we've just called across this very boringly. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that it's so hard to take in at this minute in time, but there has actually been so much to take in because, yeah. like, I missed Lana Juicy last night, thinking there was going to be the announcement earlier. The bastards. Well, yeah, the, it was initially at half nine, and then it came out about twenty past ten, eleven, didn't it? And I stayed up to one for some reason. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's just it's going to be killing football and. See, I don't like all these toys. The death of football, is it? It's just the death of football as we know it now. Football's not going to die. Oh, yeah. Football will find its new form. Football Mm. was perfectly fine before these six decided to fuck it all up. Before Sky came in and decided to give it all the big money in 92. Like, football is always changing because... Obviously, it changed in 92-93 season for the pre- inception of the Premier League and Sky coming along. It ch- the European Cups, both Europa League and Champions League, have changed over the years and, again, are set to change if all these plans are agreed for 2024. Like, football's always evolving, but I think what makes this one worse is that it's just 12 specific clubs benefiting from it at this minute in time rather than everyone benefiting, benefiting from it. Yeah. Because at least with the Premier League deal... He's saying, okay, 
tw all 20 teams are benefiting from getting some amount of money and revenue from being played on TV. And you can say, okay, whilst the top six may get shown more because of how close like a title race may be, you can still say, okay, at least once in a while we'll see Burnley versus West Brom thrown on TV. Yeah. And, and that doesn't sound appealing. Like that That's going to be a battle for sixth place next season. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, God. Uh, it's just... Look, it obviously, it will devalue the Premier League, the Champions League. But do you think any other Leeds fan or an Aston Villa fan is going to give a shit? No. The, the, the fucking, oh, if you tell me that next season I have a, we have a genuine chance of being the Premier League champions, fucking give me it now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every, every fan that is a part of... Uh... That isn't a part of the 12. They're, they're rejoicing. And, I, and yeah. I'm not going to have any of these fans of the top six. Course. Yeah, but it's not going to mean anything. Of course it fucking means everything. Yeah. It's some of the biggest stuff that any of these fans are going to ever see in their lives. If they do potentially win uh, the Champions League or win the Premier League, it's massive for this, these smaller clubs like Aston Villa, who, for Jamie, you in your life, you, Jamie, you haven't seen Aston Villa win a Premier League title in your lifetime, have you? Or a Champions League trophy in your lifetime, so the, something the happens. Ability... In my lifetime, yeah. the playoff on can't get, unfortunately. Yeah. It is like life peaks in that moment for me. Yeah, <laughs> that's a little game. If you can say, "Oh, I've seen my team win the Premier League," I just know. I know from being a Man United fan, the raw emotion you get of seeing your team win the Premier League. It would also it's... make this podcast a lot more fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it is just something that it's just a, it's pure emotion that you can't explain until you've experienced it yourself. There are people that do actually underestimate saying, oh, the value will be gone. But no, because fans of these smaller clubs now having the chance to be higher up in the Premier League without them. Yeah. It's just going to raise the stock more in terms of its competitiveness. We talk about the championship. Like, all right, yeah. it's not the best quality of teams, but the drama of it. Yeah, maybe that adds more in the Premier League. Yeah, it's literally going to be like it's going to be the Championship on steroids with this new uh, version of the Premier League. Should it go ahead and all these teams, the big so-called six, do leave? Yeah, but then again, I'm still not going to be ready for Brighton versus Barnsley. <laughs> <laughs> Super Sunday here for Sheffield United versus Southampton. Followed by Brian versus Barnsley. When and then later, later tonight, it's Luton Town versus Leeds. What the Hatters? Luton versus Watford in the Premier League. We'll talk about Luton Watford at a later date after their weekend. Um, people are expecting like, games of it. That's not happening. Yeah. It's irrelevant at this point. Oh, of course it is. Imagine like Man City are gonna lift this trophy at the end of the season. No one's gonna. It's fuck all. Yeah. If you if you use a fucking off because there has been reports they they want to start it as early as this August. Yeah. No, no one's gonna give two shit. It's almost at a point where they might as well just fuck the league off now for the rest of the season. Yeah. Just hand it to the best placed team that aren't in this Super League, which would be Leicester. Oh, I think that's in. It was. If you got rid of the top six, Leicester, British top, West, well, Leicester currently go top, West Ham yeah. second, 
Everton third, Leeds fourth, Villa fifth, Wolves sixth, Palace seventh. Jesus. And I bet someone on Villa had done it, like, if you scrap the games so you played against them big six as well. West Ham win by, like, nine points. Wow. And Villa come fourth. Can't complain there, then. That's Champions League football. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah... I mean, there's even rumours saying that they're cancelling the rest of this season's uh, Champions League and Europa League. But, but as a, if this, if they've all pulled out of the ECA, which is yeah. the association, they have to, that they have to be involved with that to compete in Europe competitions or something like that. I'm not too sure how that. If they've all come out, the PSG are the only ones left. Then it's, well, it's theirs. Well, yeah, <laughs> and then Europa League wise, it's Roma versus Villarreal for the final. Just when we were going to have to get the spice of Emery returning to Arsenal, yeah. <laughs> it potentially gets taken away from us. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it, this is just... And I know we said no PSG at the minute, but once this World Cup in Qatar is done, PSG will be joining it 100%. Yeah. Well, They'd be silly not to. I was surprised when they weren't already named. Yeah. You'd think there's hatred for you, Aifa. Oh. Well, at least you'd think they'd have a hatred for it. Yeah. They'd have been straight on it. Well, it seems seems not. Yeah, it's a little but surprising. When they realise they've gone as far as they can with the current setup, and they, they realise we want him. Yeah. Give it three years and seeing how successful, I'm saying successful in massive quotation marks, this European Super League could be. But you should... but if you go money wise, they should piss it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely destroy everyone. Yeah. And I think the whole thing as well, when you're speaking financially, there's going to be no uh, financial fair play about it, is there? Because it's not run by a governing body of FIFA and UEFA, so Mm. clubs are going to be free to spend as much as they like. Which would be. Yeah, of course. I feel like there's a lot of smaller clubs as well that probably have that value and can't spend it because of their position. Yeah, like it won't surprise me if you see a player on a million pound contract soon, if uh, with the funding that they're going to get and all the financing from it, because it's just going to be absolutely ridiculous. Because I mean, there's been uh, well, I saw the uh, I looked up before we did the podcast the assets of J.P. Morgan, who are set to be the team that financially they're in the trillions. If there's any warning sign that this is already a pile of crap and you shouldn't be touched jp morgan are involved yeah <laughs> that's the, that's enough of a thing that you need yeah i mean uh, like we said we are only just speaking about it from a football fan level and we're not speaking as it from like a professional looking delving into it but we are speaking for the many that don't have the voice and saying like i've seen no one saying right i actually want this european super league to go ahead yeah, at least not seriously no like Gary Neville had a rant about it, obviously on Super Sunday, and he made uh, some incredible points about it. And it, it's just ru- it it ruins the name and identity of these English clubs, your Liverpools and your Man Uniteds and the Arsenal, well. and the foundations of what they're built on. Yeah, I just remember my point now because now you'll never walk alone. Has to come with a disclaimer. Yeah, and there's that, sorry, the actual the, the goal of Manchester United. Which is um, what I was just about that banner, say. football is nothing about the fans. Yeah, so, a Sir Matt Busby quote. 
Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson has got involved in saying here post. Make him look sensible for books. <laughs> yeah. So when that useless pile of rubbish has been made so look when sensible. When you've got a Tory going against you for oh that's a, too much money there, that's <laughs> Yeah. When he when he's against it, you know you must be doing something wrong there. Oh my god. I just it's 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 baffling. But like you said, it's been in the writing for about ten years or so because I remember an interview Arsene Wenger gave back in two thousand and nine saying within the next ten years I could see like the big clubs breaking away and forming their own Super League because of the how UEFA has been run and all that and it's now come to the forefront of it and it's surprising that they've finally gone ahead with it like now but at the same time it's not surprising because it's been in the writing for ages it has and i've, I've just seen something on a rail <laughs> pure give the shit out of rules to rail this already <laughs> yeah i've seen that one um speaking... that is brilliant <laughs> every club should do that, that yeah. just, every club needs to do that yeah um, so, uh, also speaking on the Champions League reform, the UEFA Executive Committee today has unanimously voted through a new 36-team Champions League to start in the 2024-25 season. And uh, Nasir Al-Khalifa, Khalifa, the president of PSG, was one of those that voted for the new Super, uh, or the new, uh, what you call it, Champions League. And, yeah, I'm not uh, a big fan of that either. Yeah, because... But I don't need to go and create a whole new league to voice my disapproval. Yeah, so it's apparently going to be like a league format version instead of groups, and then it just breaks down into like a certain amount of teams go through and then breaks down to like a playoff bracket like they do in basketball and the NFL and all that, which again is another rubbish idea. Like, there's nothing wrong with it now. Why change it? You could say, yeah, increase the clubs. That's 36. So, how many times? Remember two two years ago, those semi finals were one of just the best two days of football in such a long time. Yeah. They've fully gone after that game, gone, Joe, we need to change how this looks. (laughs) Exactly. Like, so there's currently 32 teams playing in the Champions League. So, that's four extra teams. That's just one extra group they needed to add. How hard is it to work out then? It's, it's like, why change it? As the old saying goes, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. We're talking about Champions League, but all this happened, surely, what's the point of the European Conference League now? Oh, yeah. That's just that's just not even National League level anymore. Mm. That's devalued even more. Don't want to scrap that plan. It's just getting ridiculous now. It really is. Yeah, um, I feel like we've talked about it till the cows come home, but at the same time, we have really just scratched the surface on it because expect over the next coming weeks and months uh, that there'll be a lot more on it and it will always be a talking point in this podcast until it actually does kick off and start, uh, whenever that is set to be. We haven't even scratched the part of the surface yet. This is yeah. it's gonna rumble on. Oh yeah, it's it, for me. It won't and start. I don't this have year. the free time to keep doing podcasts on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's going to be one of them where it just it'll take years because of legal battles and going to supreme court so that's why i don't think it will start this august so i think maybe three four years worth of wait before it actually does potentially get the green light to go ahead if it does fully go ahead it will it's gone to, even if it doesn't they've gone so far now yeah that, that, by that actually announced that is a mark now that is an asterisk on the name of these clubs forever no one's gonna forgive yeah. them for this oh no no chance unless they changed they cool yeah, unless they change ownership and it becomes a fan-based ownership and they get rid of all this bollocks Super League idea, no one's going to want them back in English football or their respective leagues at all. There's no chance in hell. Whilst they're still owned by these corporate groups, like they were like, oh yeah, you just can carry on winning the Premier League. Oh yeah, you can sign this player, this player from our club because you've got unlimited resources. It's just not going to fucking happen. No one's going. To, the clubs aren't going to take it. You'd be a fool to allow something like that to happen just on your doorsteps. Yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous and let's hope that there is enough to ban it from actually happening and the clubs are forced to apologise and give something back to the smaller clubs saying, hey, like, we wanted this idea, it hasn't come off. The potential funding, we can give it to you smaller clubs, but that's just not going to happen. That's just all. It's never going to happen. It's just fair ability. If they, in the odd chance they scrapped it, they shouldn't be brought back in the Premier League. They should be demoted to the National League. Yeah, you got to start from the bottom. Grovel. Start from the bottom and work yourself back up over the years. But yeah, it's it's going to be uh, like you say a long wait, and this is only just the beginning. Oh, the joy! But hey, there's a silver line in this, which is. The bit of bad baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, unreal. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> no, literally. There's only one founders in this country, and it's the team that I support. So. Yeah. Imagine if they the original twelve to fifteen founders of the Premier League broke off and formed their own league from this. Oh, Christ. That wouldn't happen. They'd kill it off even more. Yeah. It's just... uh, right. Um, we'll be back later on this week, obviously. Oh, <laughs> any more news on any... We'll probably be back tomorrow, knowing yeah. why it's going. Uh, any more situations happens regarding the Europa League, uh, Super League? Any, obviously, Klopp's reaction if he leaves any more on the Spurs and a look back at the weekend's action later on in the week as well and obviously a look ahead to the weekend league games um, make sure you like comment and subscribe wherever you're listening to download it give us a five star rating and let us know your opinions in the YouTube comments on this uh, European Super League until then it's goodbye from me and goodbye from Brad see ya and we'll see you soon <laughs>